Hey, it's Addie and Ella, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast. Together we pray that in this episode, the message of the gospel will be clear, that it's not us, but him. It's not me, but you. Hey everyone, welcome back to our final episode in the Easter series. We are so excited. We've had a lot of fun with this, kind of some stress, but it is great. (laughs) It has been awesome. I feel like I have learned so much more about this whole Easter story, just gained a new appreciation for all of it. I mean, honestly, like the Christmas countdown and now this, like we start out doing it for you guys like yeah we want to give people better understanding but through it like it works out well for us too because we learn so much through it yeah and i'm excited for this episode today too because for the past like three or four episodes have just been like all these bad things that are happening to jesus and just mm-hmm. debbie downer episodes and finally we're like doing the culminating episode where it all comes together and we finally have good news and yes so, yeah, yeah excited for Today's yes. Episode. Yeah. Easter Sunday, Jesus rises from the dead. It's a big deal. We're not sure if we can do it justice completely, but we are going to try our best. And by the grace of God, we hope that um, we can just really be excited about Jesus's resurrection and what that means for us. Yeah. So we are going to start out by reading Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. Yes, so this says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you when he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. Yeah, so really here we have the picture. I think we left off last episode with Joseph putting Jesus in the tomb. The woman prepared his body and left him there. Mm -hmm. And then it was the Sabbath. So, and in this time, the Sabbath was actually on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So the women were coming back on Sunday to like finish prepping Jesus' body to do all these things. They get there, the stones rolled away, Jesus is gone. They're like, there's angels there. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think first it's important just to talk about the tomb and the stone. I think that's brought up a lot. But um, essentially, a tomb was this giant hole in a rock. Mm-hmm. And they would roll a stone, like a big heavy stone that like was so big that multiple people would have to move it in order like to roll it back away in front of the tomb so that no one would steal Jesus's body. And why this is important is because Jesus um, earlier said that he would rise from the dead. And so there's even Roman soldiers there because 
they wanted to make sure that Christians didn't come and like steal Jesus' body yeah. and be like, yeah. hey, he rose from the dead. So this place, like, giant stone, couldn't be rolled away, and like Roman guards, and still, nevertheless, the angels move the stone. Mm-hmm. God still rose from the dead. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. people, Roman soldiers, and people were trying to prevent this, and yet God still put it Right. Us. So, like, people can't various arguments are just like not possible like oh the disciples took jesus's body or jesus you know he wasn't actually dead and there's just like like like, wild animals ate jesus's body there's weird ones there's a lot of different random weird conspiracies but like they're all not possible because of just the situation jesus was in a tomb with a very very heavy rock guarding or blocking the tomb door and this was like standard of all tombs like nobody wanted an animal or something to get in there you know right and they had roman soldiers guarding so that disciples wouldn't come or just different things like that um but like we know that the angels came they rolled the stone away and jesus truly rose from the dead right what's really cool about this is the angels so the angels like were there and they greeted the women and were like he's not here Mm -hmm. he is risen and um when we think back to like the christmas story and when jesus came into this world angels came then and so they like told about his coming and now we have angels again in the story and they're saying like he's not here he is risen and angels at both times came to people of insignificance unimportant Mm. people so like in in those times like shepherds were quote-unquote insignificant people in culture and the angels still came to them and now in this store we see women who couldn't be property owners who didn't have a lot of rights in this time and yet the angels were still coming to them Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think that's just really cool that god is god is using this story yeah and i think that's part of the reason why the disciples were just so flabbergasted when the women told them because like first of all if anyone were to tell them that i'm sure they would be shocked jesus told them they would rise from the dead but they obviously didn't that didn't register to -hmm. them and like especially having the women come and tell them they were like what are you talking about like come on you women (laughs) you don't know (laughs) but yeah no the angels um brought the announcements of jesus's birth to the shepherds and now his resurrection to these women right and um, it says in scripture too that the women came and then they told the like, disciples and then Peter ran back to the tomb and he saw the grave clothes and that's like what made him believe and it's not super specific in scripture that whole verse it's just like he saw the grave clothes and that um, is what made him believe mm-hmm. that Jesus it, like, rise from the dead registered in his mind right and some people um, think this is because when when you were preparing a body for burials, you like wrapped them in cloth. And some people think the cloth just like, okay, imagine there's someone in it and then it like, you take the person out, but you don't unwrap it and then like it just sinks down. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like it's still wrapped up, but there's obviously nothing on the inside. So people think that's how they like found the burial cloth was like it was still wrapped up, but there was obviously nothing on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that's what made people. Peter believed, oh, someone didn't just steal him and, like, unwrap him and then, like, roll it back yeah. here. Like, you can't just do that. Yeah. Obviously, it's not specifically said in scripture. That's, like, what people in commentaries think. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That, like, that is interesting. 
Yeah. Yeah. Random Addy thought. <laughs> nice. Yep. But um, we also want to stress the resurrection. Like, essentially, all of Christianity is built on the belief that Jesus rose from the dead. Like, if this actually isn't true, then, like, everything else we believe just goes right. out the window, you know? Like, the resurrection is so important. This is vital to Christianity. And Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians 15. Um, essentially, the entire chapter goes into this. It's really good. We really encourage you guys to study it and read it on your own. But... Um, just a little snippet from Paul's writing here. He says in 1 Corinthians 15, 17 through 20, And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Like this just goes to show how this resurrection is so important to Christianity. If this didn't happen, right. then <laughs> then we have nothing to believe in, you know? Right. And so there really is no doubt in my mind that the resurrection really did happen. Like, because God said it did, yes, obviously, that's the most important thing. But there's a lot of different reasons, just like practical worldly reasons for mm -hmm how we know it really did happen right and people have tried to like poke holes in this because they know that if they can prove that oh christ didn't raise from the dead they know they like poked a hole in christianity mm -hmm. and it doesn't stand mm -hmm. and so there there has been people trying to do that but it's crazy how just like time and time again it's like no this actually happened all of the disciples came back and the re they reported the same experience of the resurrected jesus even though they were experiencing torture and exile and death for their belief in this mm -hmm. and yet they were like willing to be like no i saw that yeah. no i believe in that yeah you would not stand up for something and die for something if you did not believe it to be yes. true. yes that's human nature yes i wouldn't stand up for a lie to the point of death mm -hmm. you stand up for the truth in that right right exactly and the resurrection was immediately preached in jerusalem where jesus was crucified and buried which you're like well yeah duh but like it's just another one of those practical reasons. Like, if someone in your town where you live died, you had the funeral, everyone came, they were buried, whatever, and then all of a sudden they rose from their grave and they came back, people wouldn't be talking about it in the town over. Your town would be talking about it and spreading it around. Like, it's just another one of those practical things. Like, this couldn't be some myth made up in a different town. It happened in Jerusalem and people were talking about it in Jerusalem because right. they saw that it happened. It wasn't just some myth. And, which we'll learn about and talk about earlier, like Jesus was there for 40 days. He was walking around on this earth for 40 days after people just watched him die on the cross. Mm -hmm. So like, you want rumors to spread. Rumors are gonna spread when you see this guy walking around on the street. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, and then also Jesus was immediately worshipped as God in the earliest years after his resurrection. It's not like, yeah, Jesus lived, this random guy lived, died, whatever. And then years and years pass, and then, oh, someone makes up some myth about him coming back, or he was the Messiah. Like, 
it started right away. This wasn't something that people revisited later. He was immediately worshipped mm-hmm. as God. Right, right. It's just, it's practical. It's so practical. <laughs> like, Jesus did come back to life. It's just so, it's just so simple and obvious, you know? Right. Eye-opening, I think. Mm-hmm. Good word for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it is just such a blessing that Jesus did rise again because in our last episode, we talked about how important his death was, that he took on our sin. But Jesus rising from the dead shows that that did not keep him down. Like, Jesus overcame death, and through him, as believers, we can overcome death as well. Yes, we'll still die a physical death here on earth, unless Jesus returns before that, but we don't have to fear death because we can spend eternity with him. Right. When sin equals death before jesus was in the picture but now like since jesus has overcome death if we make that choice we Mm -hmm. too can overcome death and we get to experience life again with him in heaven someday Mm -hmm. and not just life everlasting life i think we forget that it's not like oh yep when i die get another yeah yeah yeah. you get another life and life for eternity yes and it is a gift that is yeah and that's the life we were created for too Mm -hmm. it'll be abundant fulfilling life with God. Yeah. And I think there's a verse in the Bible. I don't know the particular one right now off the top of my head, but it says like, God has an inheritance for us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, God didn't just give us everlasting life. And like, that's the end of it. He gave us everlasting life and is preparing, preparing an inheritance for us in heaven. Mm -hmm. God, God wants us there. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 So um, we have at the end here, the angels telling the women, you know, Jesus is alive. They go to the disciples and Jesus's body is not there. Well, then in Luke 24 verses 13 through 35, Jesus is on the road to Emmaus. And this is like the, the stranger on the road to Emmaus. And he is talking with these two men who are Christians, but they don't realize who Jesus is. To them, he's just this stranger they're walking with on the road. And so this goes on before Jesus appears to the disciples here. So the story of this um, stranger, quote-unquote stranger on the road to Emmaus, which is Jesus, is important for many different reasons. Um, It provides an emphasis on the Old Testament prophecies about Jesus because these strangers are talking about it. Jesus is um, talking about it with them. Um, it gives even more evidence of the resurrection with another appearance of Jesus. But at the end of the passage, um, the two men realize their hearts are opened and their Jesus is revealed to them that this stranger that they're walking with was Jesus. And they're like, no wonder our hearts burned while we were with him. And that's just really significant because it just shows how when we are in the scriptures, when we are walking in our life with Christ, we will be convicted. Our hearts will burn when we are with the Lord. But as Christians, if we are not getting into the word daily, if we are living in sin, if there's, if we're just not walking with the Lord in our daily life, we're not going to be convicted of our sin. Our hearts aren't going to be burning for the Lord. And so I feel like this just it's another like eyewitness account. It's a cool little story, but it also just shows like how important it is that we walk with the Lord daily. Mm-hmm. And I like too how 
it really kind of reveals how the Holy Spirit is the only one that is able to like open your eyes to mm-hmm. that. Like the Lord is walking there beside us. And in the beginning of the passage in verse 16, it says, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And then later on, like their eyes were open to who they were walking with mm-hmm. this entire time. And it's just like how in the right timing, the Lord opens our hearts and opens our eyes to the gospel and our need for it. And I think that's encouraging too for believers because we may be walking and talking with someone who are like, why don't you get this? Like, mm-hmm. you've heard the gospel 10 times. Why don't, like, why aren't you there? Like, this is the best gift ever. Why are you not receiving it? And just the testament of like, it's in God's timing. We can't open their eyes. Only God opens their eyes. And we can pray to God and ask for open eyes but it is in him and it is in his timing Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so then after jesus's encounter with these two men on the road he appears to the disciples and when he comes to them they're still talking about what's going on trying to make sense of it and jesus appears and um so this is luke 24 verses 36 through 49 and so basically jesus just like kind of appears in the room where they're talking about it and he says peace be with you and they all like freak out like it's like a jump scare for them they're like what the heck is going on and so um jesus tells them like why are you frightened it's me i'm right here i'm not a ghost see my scars see my flesh like this is my resurrected body and so jesus tells them like i told you that this was going to happen So Jesus tells them, like, this is what was prophesied. And then we are told that Jesus doesn't ascend back into heaven until 40 days after this. So he spent time with the disciples, preparing them for when he would ascend back into heaven, leave again. And so we don't, it's hard to piece together with the different gospels, like what all went down during that time frame. But all we really know is what the scriptures All we need to know about it is what the scriptures tell us. And that's just basically that Jesus was just preparing his disciples. Right, right. And before Jesus ascended into heaven, after those 40 days, he gave us um, what we call the Great Commission. And like we see that in um, Matthew chapter 28. And just reading a little bit here um, in verse 19, it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So this is like Jesus's like parting words. Mm-hmm. So dies, <laughs> resurrects from the dead, is here on earth for 40 days. And then was like preparing, you know, the disciples and everyone to build his church. And he's like, I actually have to go. I have to go. He will come back again, but he's like, I do have to go now. And this is the last thing that like he leaves and tells us to do. And that is to make disciples out of all nations. And so, yeah, that is our great commission. That is what we as believers have been called to do is to nudge and elbow those beside us and tell them the gospel. Yeah. Tell them the good news. Tell them that, hey, like Christ died for you. Christ died for your sins. Christ rose from the dead. And that kind of like just puts a giant circle around all that happened, all this terrible stuff that happened to Jesus, why Jesus was put here on this earth. And it is because like through him, we have life and we can have life Mm -hmm. to the fullest. And if we have that, why wouldn't we want to share that with the person sitting beside us? And so, yeah, let's go and make disciples. Let's go and tell the good news and 
like Ella said, that's how this church started because Mm -hmm. of this good news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just like Jesus spent time with the disciples, preparing them and um, teaching them and helping them for what life would look like when he was gone. Even today, Jesus still enables us to carry out this great commission. We are called to share the gospel with others, to spread this message of hope, of salvation with others. And Ephesians 1, 18 through 21, Paul tells us that Christ has given us the power and the ability to be able to share the gospel with others through his sacrifice and what he has done. And also when Jesus left, he gave his spirit, um, the Holy Spirit, to believers. And so when we do accept Christ, we will have Christ's spirit indwelling in us, which also helps enable us to be able to carry out the Great Commission um, command that God has given us. Right, right. So I think just, like I said, tying a nice bow on top of it, like the end of the story is because of Christ's death on the cross, because of his resurrection from the dead, death is defeated and sin no longer has any power over Mm -hmm. us. Praise Jesus for that. And like forgiveness for the sins that we have already committed is available to us as believers. Yes. We have forgiveness of our sins. Once Mm -hmm. again, (laughs) praise God for that too. Yeah. And all we need to do to receive that is to call on Jesus, realize your need for him and just your sin and call on Jesus and ask him to come into your life and accept his gift of salvation that he has made available to all of us. Like we talked about with the thief on the cross in our Good Friday part three. Was it part three? Yes. Okay. Yep. We have so many Good Fridays. Good Friday part three, the thief on the cross. Like there is nothing we can do to earn our salvation. You just have to accept this gift from God. Right. Right. And that's why Easter's so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Easter's so great because of the gift that like we are able to receive because of what mm-hmm. Christ did. Mm-hmm. And just like Jesus went up into the clouds and left, he tells us that he is coming back. And so that is also um, a hope that we have to look forward to is that Jesus Christ will come back. He will um, reign over the earth as it was intended to be. And so we have this um, command from Jesus to share the gospel with others, to live out this great commission he has given us, and also just to rejoice in our salvation and look forward to when he comes back yeah it's it's a beautiful message Mm -hmm. it's i don't know the story is just no one could make this up is all i'm gonna say it's like how perfectly planned this was and how every event had to perfectly align into place and only only the god of the universe could carry this out and do this and Mm -hmm. yeah crazy it truly it truly is amazing and we cannot do it justice with um our podcast series but we have just been praying that this has been a blessing to you all and just that you have gained a better understanding of easter and just appreciation for it i know that we both have so right anyways thank you guys for coming along with us in this um easter series and we don't as of right now, we have no plan for future episodes, but... Yeah, we can't even give you a sneak peek because there's no sneak peek, we, but... We don't know. Yeah. 
We'll keep you. T- we'll keep yeah. you updated on we, Instagram or something. Yeah, we love doing this podcast. We just. It's where the Lord tells us to go, we go. <laughs> that's that's pretty much how it is right now, just with um, where we're at. So anyways, we just hope that this series um, has been encouraging to you all, and we will talk to you in a future episode. Bye. Oh, hey, you're still here. While you're still here, just one more thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching Not Me But You Productions. And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Thanks again for listening.